Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. DesertStormRadio.com. Your global DJ network. Brought to you by the world-famous DJ When you simply refuse to give up. On a mission so strong that obstacles like failure and loss only act as motivation. I mean, like... No one has the power to shatter your dreams unless you give it to them. Yeah, I go from tragedy to majesty. The victory has been woven into my tapestry. My adversary's not cut from the same flag as me. That's why the champion's gonna be who it has to be. This ain't the type of opportunity that just appears. I made it here because I shed blood, sweat, and tears. To get the title, I forever have my sights on. This is where I become an American icon. Yeah. You a champion, show me you a champion. Welcome to the best of King Underground Media. I am your host, T-Rex, of the Live by Terrence Network. We are broadcasting on Desert Storm Radio. Want to give a shout out to the team, my wife, Admin Wendy, DJ EA, Casey, and the main event. Also, some special shout outs to Voices of Hip Hop, The Hype Magazine, and College Underground Radio. Thank you all for tuning in tonight. We have two great interviews that is on our show tonight. First, we're going to have Connor Cassidy. He's from Boston. Our second interview is from the world-famous DJ Paul of 3-6 Mafia and the Mafia 6. These guys are great. DJ Paul has been on the show many, many times. Definitely a blessing to be able to interview him. Connor Cassidy is a great supporter of the Live by Terrence movement. Thank you, Connor, for everything that you have done. So y'all just sit back and relax. We're going to enjoy this next hour of Best of King Underground Media with two great interviews coming up. Stay tuned. William, William M. M. Holla. Holla. Live by Terrence. The Holla family. The Holla family. DJ Clue. DJ Clue. Desert Storm. Man, please. Understand what I Get your mind right. For Marcy. Uh-huh. Live by Terrence. Come on, man. Yeah. 
Like, it was kind of taught lifestyle stuff. So I wasn't really – I was never a bad student or anything, but I was would learn how to live through those guys. Um, but, yeah, man, growing up, I, like, I listened to uh, a lot of Rise Against, if you know them, punk rock bands. They're crazy, man. Um, who else, man? Blink-182 was sweet. Okay. Um, Sum 41, all the classics, man. I love those guys. Now, what's the difference in environments between being in the punk scene versus being in the hip-hop world? That's a good question, man. Yo, I, I just think, dude, I just think it's energy, man. And I don't mean that. I, th- I think both both have good sides to contribute, you know what I mean? But, like, um, I don't know, man. Like, I just loved, this is going to sound weird, but, like, the punk rock scene, man, is just really, like, although on the outside of people who don't understand that kind of world and that kind of genre, like, it can seem, like, kind of crazy just because either the sounds, like, they don't get the screaming or they don't get the anger in it or whatever. Um, but I think it's a, it's a more a more encoded version of hip-hop. As in, hip-hop gives you room where you can really talk things out. You can kind of get your point across easier than you can in other genres, in my mind. Um, but, dude, punk is just so... It's just life music, man. Those, 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 The whole vibe of, like, living the way you want and living for things like love and living for things like... I don't know, man. It, it really, it really like, dishes off or gets rid of the political structure of things and it focuses more on lifestyle stuff, man. That's what I love, man. Like, when I was growing up, I would go to those concerts, dude, you just sit there, you see your mm-hmm. favorite band, man, you just forget what's going on, man. I mean, that's the same way with hip-hop. Like, I'm the kind of dude when I go to shows and, like, my favorite shows are when I have a connection to the artist and I, like, know their whole backstory. I'm obsessive, man. I know, like, the backstory of my favorite artist and, like, they're fucking... Can I swear on the radio? I'm sorry. Oh, yeah. Now, your wildest experience, will it more likely come from being, being at a punk rock concert or being in a hip-hop concert or venue? Gotcha. I mean, do you mean if I'm on stage or if I'm in the craft? Either or. <laughs> okay. Um, I would I would, def- dude, I would definitely say punk, man. Punk's, uh, punk, punk is, there's some thing, like, dude, they do this thing called wallet. I advise everyone to check it out, man. If you haven't, if you haven't been to, like, that kind of thing, because that's the music that inspired me growing up, so I advise everyone to check that out, man. Like they do things like where they split the crowd, and um, it's funny. I was actually I actually saw ASAP Ferg last night, so I actually saw him doing some of this stuff. So I was like, oh, look at that! Like <laughs> things are things are you know hip hop's taking notes and things are getting a little a little crazier. But yeah, um, oh yeah, punk, punk, and people people like I'm talking so many people crowd serving that you it's like breaking your neck, and like go to festivals and you come back roasted out. You come back to the house like absolutely burnt out. Oh, that energy is just ridiculous, dude. Craziness. But yeah, they're not. I mean, punk is like they just really don't care, man. Like they just do what they just do what it is. So they'll do crazy things. Like they'll make like I was at, I was at a concert one time where it was like uh, I was it was some band like Suicide Silence or something. I don't know. But they they like split the crowd and then they were like, all right, on the count of three, like uh, you look at someone on the other side and you just attack them. And everyone was like, what? And you have like dark blaring guitar in the background. And like people actually did it, and it was nuts, man. And I'm like that—that's a little too far, but it was—it was. You'll see some things, bro. I've seen some things. So yeah. Now, now with, with your music, uh, the song we're gonna play, "Getaway," it has kind of like a laid-back sound. What is the first thing your fans tell you about your music once they hear it? Um, I mean, I guess I guess the response I've got, man, it's like. This has been, I mean, I've only been in it for two and a half years, man, but it, to me, man, it's felt like a lifetime, man. Like, I gave, when I when I made that move to really get into music, I kind of threw myself in it, if that makes sense. Because I, I, I know rappers and stuff, 
because I'm deep in the scene now. I know underground dudes who, like, I don't know, they're, they're this and this and this, or they have, like, other things that they pursue. But, man, I just threw all, I just threw myself in it, man. Like, I immersed myself in the field. Um, so, and back to the question, like, uh, what my fans tell me, man, is I would just say that it's it's me, man. That's it. Like, I just want to be – and I'm, I'm constantly striving to get better at it, but I just want to be as pure as possible, man. I want to be, like, growing up, kind of having that experience, going to these acts, and I still do. I still go to my favorite acts and rap guys, whatever genre it is. And, like, the thing I admire most about them is they're able to weave through all this industry stuff. They're able to weave through everything um, and still keep that feeling of just being so authentic, man. Like, they just – like, I don't know, dude. I just – that's what, so that's what I'd say my fans like, respect about me, man. It's because, like, I don't have, like, a crazy fan base or anything. Um, mm-hmm. But the fans that I do have really know me, man. Like, that they, like they'll come to the show. Like, with the shows that we did in the city back in Boston, I've been doing for a while. And um, there's this group of, like, I'd say, like, 10 or 15 people who um just been riding with me, man. And, like, they just that, – that's what, that's what drives me, man. These, these kids who are just, like, younger and, like, they can see what I'm saying or, like, they pick up on – certain things in the music and they know stuff that just like they'll come to shows and they'll I'll, I'll be I'll hang around after and I'll talk to them and like uh-huh. kind of learn their story a little bit so we just kind of bounce off each other's stories and it's real cool man it, it, it's you know it's what I want so that's that's what it, that's what it is okay use one word to describe your sound mm, that's a dope question um damn hold up can, I, can, can you give me like can you give me like 20 seconds Oh yeah, I give you like twenty seconds. Jermaine, what's Word. up, man? What, what, what you think of the interview so Word. far? I'm thinking I'm liking this kid already. Like, I would love to hear some of his music and see what he got. Oh yeah, oh yeah. I, mean, I, love, I love his energy. I love, I love the energy that, he, that he's pulling off. And see, myself, like, I love the hip hop culture and I love the punk rock culture. And when you can intermesh them, it makes for great music and great things to happen. So I'm really looking forward to hearing, hearing what he what he's got. And also my question is, is there anybody right now that really inspires you to keep pressing on? Even, like you said, you've been in the game like what, two and a half years. Yes, sir. So I mean, like, what keeps you pressing on and keeps you wanting to make yourself that much better? That's a really good question, man. I mean, you know what's crazy, man, is that I think I'm a pretty like spiritual dude, and I think that everyone has different concepts about how time works. Because some people like I think people like cave in and stop giving up on their passion because they're afraid, man. And I think just like, and they should be like, I, I see, I get that. Like the, the things you got to do, the things I've had to deal with and I'm not even anywhere yet, man. Like the things I've had to deal with just in the industry or in life or whatever it is. Um, it's easy to cave, man. But at the end of the day, dude, it's it's bigger. Like what, what drives me is like, I mean, I know this sound might sound bogus from like an indie interview on the, on like, you know, but man, like I, I want to change the world, man. That's what it is. Like it's, I think it's crazy that you can take a concept like that and, um, and it can drive you that far, and it has been, man. It's, it's been tough, too. Don't get me wrong. Like, there's been there's been nights, bro. But at the end of the day, man, like, I want to be someone. I think it's important to be someone that trains themselves to stand for something real enough to the point where other people can can feed off that energy. Like, kind of how Pac said it, man. If I'm not going to change the world, I might spark the change it did. You know? So, I mean, that's 
and it's, it's very and I like honest. I can say that confidently, man. I've done that. I've been through the trials, and I got a long, long, long way to go, man. But it's a it's a fun road, man. We 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 me and we and my team enjoy the road more than we do the destination. So it's uh it's cool, man. It's it's so that that's what I say with driving, man. Is these the just this intent that when I do pass on that we look back and see a ridiculous spark, man. That's what it is. I'm sorry, sorry to bring that like vibe in the room, but yeah, yeah. That's, oh no, that's no, awesome. that's an awesome answer, man. Yeah, that's a great answer, man. Cause we, we we're spiritual as well too, and. And one thing I like about you, Connor, you, I, I like the energy that you bring, man. Word, man. I appreciate that. You said, your, you said this is your first interview, man. It sounds like you've been doing this for many years, yeah, man. Yeah. I just definitely <laughs> want to salute you. Yeah. Word up, man. Yeah, man. This is a big. I, as I said, bro, this is a big moment, dude. I was like, I was like, uh, I called up my boy T from home, and I was like, man, we about to be on online, bro. Like, we gonna have someone who actually like heard our tune talking to man. Stokes, bro. Stokes. This is sweet. I'm enjoying myself. Now, I, I want to ask you about the one word uh, to describe your sound in just a moment, but uh, talk about the team that you have, uh, friends, family that, that's backing you and supporting you in, in your venture as being uh, an word. artist. Word. Okay, yeah, that's wicked important, man. That's that's good. Um, okay, yeah, so we got... I'm just, you, it's kind of, I'm gonna do this kind of like shout out style. So we got my boy Andrew Signa, who's basically uh, me and him started a clothing line about a year and a half ago. But aside from that man, like bigger than any of that, he's just my like dude, man. Like everyone, everyone who's helped me with my music and has pushed it thus far has been either people who are just really prominent in my life, um, or people who generally just like the sound that I met. And uh, like you know what I mean? Like there's a lot of people who I de- who don't know don't know me that well. But um, I think the music gives me a, a way of communication to them. Um, that's, that's what music at the end of the day is, is communication. So, I mean, it keeps me tied with the right people. Um, but in terms of the actual team, I'll say Andrew Signa is huge, man. That kid, dude. And he makes EDM tunes, too, that are unbelievable. I'm going to send you all that, too. But he, man, me and him have been at it for so you know, you just, you know, Everyone's got their right hand, man. You know what I'm saying? Oh, yeah. Um, mm-hmm. So he's so that's my dude, man. He just like from the graphics, from the he like he believed in me back when there wasn't even a show, man. And uh, it's been a road, and we just and every day we we have phone calls for hours and whatnot, trying to figure out this, trying to figure out that. We've driven out ten hours to shows together, man. Um, God, dude, it's, it's this is this is cool. It's making me reflect on this. Um, yeah, man. He he gave me a place to sleep when I didn't have anywhere to sleep. Um, it's it's just real, like. It just bond, man. It, it goes bigger than music. It goes bigger than business. It goes bigger than the clothing line. It goes bigger than everything, man. It's just, but that's stuff we've done together. So I think, you know, it's just cool to say that those kids that I've been with him for years and years and years. We actually met through music, which was cool. Um, oh. He hit me up like he hit me up on like my my second show of all time, and was like, "Yo, man, uh, do you need someone to like record your show?" I was 14 years old. He was like, "Yo, you need someone to record your show?" And I was like, "Yeah, man, come through." And that was it. And crazy, man. Um, then we have what's called. Then we have Terso Pena, who's um, like my best friend ever, man. He he helped me push the tunes. He really helped me. He's just one of the realest dudes of all time, man. He helped me kind of fund this uh, this hometown buzz we got. Uh, not even just through music, just being us, man. We we just had this network of people, and uh, we just I don't know, man. We just we just be out, and it'd be um, we'd be us, and we'd be not like we'd be flashing or anything, but we'd just be out, and you know, he was just a real enough dude where it's a crazy association. Um, and the dude, that kid, man, like, I, I would sleep at his house, like, 
three days out of the week when I get kicked out of mine or like he just I don't know dude he he he's had my back through things that are that I can't say on the radio which is cool um and then there's Sean Mula who um is a big is a big producer for me um uh, but more than that dude, he's also my best friend man and just like these are I mean, words can't really describe what these people are to me. So if they're listening like that, I'm just, I'm just sorry, guys. Like I, I'm gonna do my best. Um, but yeah, man, he, dude. Again, just like my dude, man. We have. I'm, I take pride in having some of the a small circle, but having some of the best friends of all time. Um, so me and him have been at this music thing forever, man. Whether it's shooting each other's videos, writing each other's press releases, yada yada, doing more than that, man. Like when his dad died, we were all at his funeral. And we were the only ones that were there to be his, like, uh, what's called, be his. Um, thing to fall back on and I had a, and he has my back in any situation ever it's bigger than life man it's crazy these are kids that I feel like eternally I know I'm going to be kicking it with them when I'm 80 years old and this music thing just became a piece of our identity and we go to every show together he hype mans every show um, that I do I hype man, I, he's actually a rapper too I hype man every show that he does um, it just became a cool yeah it became a cool element man I got I mean, I, I got way too we could talk for hours about people on the team man shout out to Joey um, what's it called? Shout to uh, yeah, shout to my mom and pops. God damn, they've been uh. I mean, I don't think I don't think they really get it. If that makes oh, sense. Oh yeah. I mean, I could I could go into that. I don't think they get it just because like I'll be like, yo, ma, I uh, I got a show. Um, I got a show downtown, and I should be like, all right, have fun. Um, you know. So, uh, yeah, I don't think I don't think they get it because I was I kind of do my own thing, but they they've been supportive, man. They 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 support my decisions, so that's that's really really important, and they did the biggest thing of them all and they raised me up, man. So that's to be a kid who had both of his parents is I don't take that for granted, man. So that's dope. And then uh shout out to my sister Caitlin who lives out in who lives out in New York right now trying to do her acting thing. She I love my sister, man. <laughs> I would these these are all people I would die for, man. Like this is this is cool. That so that that's really that's really the main hope I'm not forgetting anyone, dude. That's really the main team I got of people that support me. And of course there's a ton of other people, man, but in terms of right hand folk, that's that's about it. Sorry. Hey, that's what's up, man. I'm glad you remember everybody that you had to give a shout out to. <laughs> yeah, I, I know no, I know I'm gonna forget one person and they're gonna hit me up and be like, Yo, what the what? whatever, man. It's it's cool. I'll I'll deal with that. <laughs> um yeah. So yeah, man, we uh yeah. Yeah, I could I could sit here giving shout outs for ages, but we good. Okay, <laughs> here's my question. This okay. is for this is for the for all three of us. Sure. If you could have that one dream concert and headline Okay for anybody. Like headline okay. with these guys. Give me a lineup. Five guys. A lineup of the guys I would headline with. Yes. Okay. Um, can it can it be like? Do they have to be alive, or can it be like? For they have to be alive, right? I mean, like if you want to like jam, <laughs> do it like a mixtape, a jam session, anything. You I know. want Tupac hologram. I want. No, I'm kidding. Um, no. Uh, okay. Um, you said three guys, right? Five. Or five guys. Okay. Uh. Right now, currently in the game, five guys that we're headline with. Okay, um, I would definitely perform at. Let's start with the venue. I perform at the Garden in Boston because that's a symbolic um, venue for my city. Uh, that's one of my biggest goals in life is perform at the perform at the Garden. Um, so it would be at the Garden, 
and it'd be uh, my lineup would probably be most deaf will go on first, and then Kendrick Lamar would go on next, and then this is gonna be a shocker. This girl Lacey Sturm, you guys, I I I'll be phenomenally impressed if you guys know her. She's so far from hip hop. Uh, but she she was a singer of this band called Flyleaf, and I just am like a huge huge fan of her music. So I would love to have a singer in there. So Lacey Stern would be in there. She's a big influence on my part too. Uh, so she'd be in there. So we got Lacey Stern, Kendrick Lamar, Most Def. Um, then I'd have probably Drake to bring the honeys out. And uh, <laughs> and I, and I'm a huge I like his music a lot, man. He's undeniably incredible. Um, so. We got Drake, Lacey, uh, Kendrick, Most Def, and then uh, probably RZA from Wu Tang Clan, man. I recently I recently read his book and it was incredible, and I like yeah. it reminded me of like that music and I was like, man, damn. So yeah, that would probably that would probably be my uh, my setup, and I'm sure I'd change it if I had a lot of time to think about it. But off the top, that's probably what it is. Yeah, Def, definitely a shout out to RZA. I also respect him for his acting ability too. We got a song by oh, Connor yeah, Captain that's about to come up. He's still going. He's still going to give us that one word that describes his sound. But before he does that, we're going to let you check out his single called "Getaway," and we'll be right back with more Connor Cassidy. Living by the minute, don't gotta capture the image, ain't it, dag? How me and music could get along. 
new control, mood switching with a different song. Since gon' hit him like a still pill prop. Rhyme game patient at the L kid's jock. I love her for what it is, I hate it for what it's not. I'm no ass, no F, no Mac, no Adam's not you, not them. With the lights on my own, I set the stage. Through the balance of the tones, I get away. I can get away, if I'm not, but I'm gonna take Yeah. I can get away. Ain't no time, I can get away. Ain't gonna get away. Uh, no fellas ain't rockin' me, uh. Same mix, just dropping in, uh, why you sound like lots of them? Well, can't be a better jacket than, through the lights of my own. I get away. New mic, new stage, new life, new game, new price, same vision, new hype. If I can get away. At Seeds Crib. If I can get away. Like a villain on a getaway. From Chi-Town to the Ville, Nap down to the Natty, Hype is where it's at for music and news. From hip-hop to Hollywood. Attention listeners. Attention listeners. Log on to thehypemagazine.com for the hottest hip-hop and urban magazine you've ever seen. It's the 411 on the world of entertainment. New releases and, and more. more. Just log on to thehypemagazine.com. In stores now at 7-Eleven, Kmart, Target, Barnes & Noble, Marsh, Chicken Say, as well as all mobile devices. Hype, how you perceive everything. Yo, T-Rex in the building Welcome back to the Live by Terrence Show King of Underground Media With Jermaine And we also have our guest Connor Cassidy in Now, that single, man That single is jamming I definitely like the sound Like I said, it has a, a laid-back feel to it And I appreciate that kind of music, man I, I really appreciate what you're doing And like, a, like we told you earlier We love the energy that you are bringing into the game Now Word up, man Word we would up. like to say that one word to describe your sound. One word to describe my sound, man. I'm still, yo, I'm still bugging out that that you just played my song <laughs> on the radio, man. That is, that is, woo! I, you know, I was just running around like telling everyone, like, yo, listen, to this. Like, oh man, oh dude, ridiculous, man. Huge, no, man, huge moment, dude. What time is it? I'm marking this down. <laughs> One word to describe my sound, man. I would say, uh, I would say unafraid, bro. And I'll explain why. I'll explain why I say that. Okay. Um, I would say, I would say unafraid because I think a lot. I think more so in the new records I'm putting out. But there's gonna be things. There's gonna be topics I bring up that are gonna go against a lot of norms, and they're gonna go against a lot of preconceptions. Gonna go against a lot of what's acceptable and what's not. Um, in a lot of different ways. So I think that's. I think unafraid, just in terms of. I'm not scared to take it there. Like, you know what I mean? I'm not scared to – I'm going to speak my mind regardless of what of what anyone's got to say. So, yeah, that's what that, – because that's, that's what – I'm, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to do my best to say what's on everybody's mind but then no one can say. So, you know, and keep it, and keeping it lyrical. And, I, again, I think a lot of the new tunes are going to show that more. But even, um, even like even like tracks like Getaway, Man, I think I love that record because there's a lot to dissect in that, you know? Um Still pushing more drive than your new bands. Still got a tight aim for the loose ends. Bad fools, I could pay dues with my two cents. Like, I don't know, man. There's just a lot of stuff in there that's like, yeah. So I, w- I would say unafraid is my sound. 
That's what's up. Well, it's kind of a weird I would word. use the word smooth. Use the word what? I would use the word smooth for you. Smooth word. I like that. Yeah, so. most definitely. Most definitely. Connor, I want to thank you for taking the time to be on the Live by Terrence show. You can find Connor on Twitter at Connor TK Cassidy. Is there there anything else you would like to plug at this time? Anything else I'd like to plug? Um, Man, I just want want to say whoever's tuning in right now, um, whether you heard me before or you had this your first time, man, I just thank you for your time, man. Even the past 15 minutes just listening, man. It's crazy, dude. I'm blessed to be out here. Um, Thanks to to Rex. Thanks to the whole Terrence show. Um, We out here, man, for sure. Well, thank you, Connor, and we'll definitely be in touch with you, and and you you have a blessed day, man. You too, man. Peace out. Nice to meet you, man. Yes, that was Connor Cassidy. You got to check him out. That was a great hit there, Getaway. I like like the smooth vibes of that song. Does he not remind you of like a – does he not remind you of a a Lupe or somebody like that, like with his style? Oh yeah, oh yeah, most definitely, man. We 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 need that in mainstream radio, definitely, cause the stuff that's out there now is is ridiculous. <laughs> yeah. But I, I like I like that conscious conscious rap, and I also like those smooth tunes like that, man. Something you can ride to, man. That's some rider music right there, man. You pop that in, in you know, your your iPod, your MP3, or whatever. Stream it, and you just ride out to that. I'm telling you, that that's the sound. Stay tuned for our second interview coming up with DJ Paul of 3-6 Mafia. I want to introduce, uh, I'll call him a mentor of mine, because I've been following him and his group for many, many years, and he's definitely still doing things now with the Mafia 6. Uh, he's taking a, a break today from the Shock Fest tour to call in on the Live by Terrence show. We're going to welcome DJ Paul to the show tonight. How you doing tonight, sir? What up? What up, bro? Uh, nothing much. Uh, thank you for calling in. This is your third appearance of, of the Live by Terrence show. So uh, very grateful for you to take time from your busy schedule to call into the show tonight. Man, anytime, anytime. If the phone mess up, just let me know and uh, just let me know the repeater or whatever because we on the highway as we speak and Damn phone, I got like one bar, but let's rock it. <laughs> <laughs> hey, we'll rock with that one bar. Uh, understand that you're currently on the, on the Shop Fest tour with uh, Insane Clown Posse, and y'all going to be um, doing the tour tomorrow in Milwaukee, Wisconsin. <coughs> yep, yep, we're headed to Milwaukee right now. about to pull up on it. Hit a strip club or something tonight. I got an off day. Oh, yeah, oh, yeah, that, that's what's up there. So uh, how it is, um, how the, how's the tour going for you so far? Man, it's crazy, man. It's it's the craziest tour I ever been on. I, you know, I've been touring for many, many years now, man. And uh, we've been on one, two, three, four, three for the three tours this year for the group, and four for me because I did a separate college tour outside of that. Never start back up uh, in November, the first weekend in November, but. This is my fourth tour this year, and, uh, man, this one is crazy, man, because the Juggalo fans in St. Clown Posse's followers, they call them the Juggalos, and, man, <laughs> it's the craziest, it's the craziest crowd ever, man. Now, 
I'm sorry, I mean, because y'all was, I was just going to describe, you know, this. You okay. just got a room full of kids drunk and high with clown makeup on. So <laughs> that'll tell you. They're right there alone to tell you what I'm going through right now. This is fun as hell. So, so this, this, this with the with the fan base that y'all have, this pretty perfect. This pretty much perfect for this time of the year with Halloween coming up. And I know y'all gonna be closing out in Detroit, where that is the home of ICP. So I, I can't, I can't only imagine how how that energy is gonna be when y'all uh, perform there. Yeah, well, what's gonna make it so crazy is that's that's an event called Hollow Wicked that they do every year, and it's the 20th anniversary of Hollow Wicked. So. Yeah, that show gonna be nuts. It's, it's always sold out. It's been sold out for a couple of months now, and it's crazy. Okay, <laughs> that's what's up. Now, what what did you prefer to do? You you love going on tour? Or do you love working in working from the studio? Well, I like both. That's why I do both. So uh, when I'm on the road, we got a portable studio that we set up in the hotel room, or sometime on the tour bus. But uh, in this case, in hotel rooms, we set up, you know, on some off days and make songs and shoot videos mm-hmm. and uh, keep it, you know, keep it rolling. Okay. And uh, one of the, one of the questions that I have for you is, um, I was reading a couple things a couple of days ago where you actually have a casket or your brother's casket or something. Um, on the road with us, yeah. Right. I just gave it away. I just gave it away in Memphis, but uh, to one of my neighbor's kids. But um, but yeah, we was we was so to stay in the family. But uh, well yeah, we was carrying a casket that we made that uh was supposed to represent Lord Infamous being on the tour with us, and it had his name airbrushed on it and painted and all that. And, Sometimes we had a guy that put on a hoodie and skeleton gloves, and uh, he put on a Lord Infamous face, and he would we would lift the casket open, and he would come up out of it. Man, people would almost faint when they see it. (laughs) (laughs) That is awesome, man. I mean, I wish I could see that, you know, especially, you know, me being a big 3-6 Mafia fan. Uh, and actually, you actually been a bigger fan after Hustle and Flow, and seeing you on on the show. Uh huh. So, uh, tell me, are you you and uh, Sugarfoot still together, or y'all? Well, no, no, no. That was that was Big Trees. That was with Sugarfoot. That was Big Trees. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, they not they not together no more. Now she left him after the TV show. Oh man! <laughs> yeah, she got, she got, she got famous and she never said. <laughs> oh, fame went to her head. Wow. Uh, now I know you you have been in the business for many years, and uh, not only do you do music, you also have barbecue sauce. How is that business going for you? Man, it's going good, man. I'm gonna turn it up more next year. And when I, you know, I probably get a little free from all the touring that we did this year. I had a chance to really focus on it, mm-hmm. but uh, but uh, 
it goes it goes good for me, man. We sell it online next year like crazy. Next year I just want it on the tour. We sell it at the merch stand like crazy, but next year I want to focus on getting it in some stores. I just got a contract to put it in the Memphis International Airport, so that'll be pretty good. That'll be actually great, to be honest. So that's going to be my job next year to focus on getting it in stores more. And is that just the barbecue sauce itself, or is there more to it? More uh, to yeah, it than yeah, the we, sauce? yeah, yeah. It's way more. We got a um, we got a barbecue sauce. We got a barbecue rub. We got an all-purpose seasoning, and we got a hot sauce that's dropping next year. Man, I, I think I'm on. Think I'm gonna order me a bottle. Bottle or two. <laughs> yeah, you need to I'm do it, man. It's good shit. I gotta try something. <laughs> that's good. You'll you'll love it. You'll love it, man. Everybody everybody has loved it. Yeah, that, that we we definitely need some because you know we we live, you know from the we you know we're in the south and you know the big thing that's going on right now is college football. So we got the tailgate and everything going on, and it would be great to, to have some of that sauce and also. Personally, invite you down to Auburn University one one day uh, to come kick it down here with the Auburn Tigers. Man, you know I think I was just there not too long ago. I need to check. I need to look and see because I'm on this uh, outside of the Shockfest tour, like I was saying earlier. In between time, when I ain't touring with the Mafia, I do uh, this college tour called uh, DJ Paul Fireball Fred House Tour, and. Okay. I went to Auburn, but I was at um. Yeah, I did go to Auburn. But I can't remember the school that I was. I was with. I did. Uh, I was at the one that you just said. What's the name of that school? Uh, you, uh it's uh, Auburn University. I think I went there, man. I think I went there. I think I went there some about a month, a couple of months ago, or whatever. But um. But yeah, we got more dates coming up. Like we're gonna hit uh, Lubbock, Texas, which I think is Texas Tech or, or something. I can't remember. I get yeah. mixed up. We do so many, but um, but yeah, man. Um, I think we got Athens, Georgia. But I think I hit. I think I hit Auburn, man. I think I hit it, and I think I had a blast there too, man. I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna check that out and let it know. But yeah, I'm glad you brought that up because I'm gonna have to I'm gonna have to send out a, a Instagram or a, a, and a tweet and a Facebook now telling everybody to get that barbecue for their tailgates. <laughs> 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 that's, a, that's, a, that's a good little little little, little marketing move right there. I'm glad you remind me of that. Oh yeah, no no problem. We'll be glad to promote it for you too. Well, we always down there on, on campus um, doing. The weekends for the games and and also the after parties, clubs and bars. So, yeah, just yeah, just get with us and we'll be glad to assist you with that. Uh, definitely, yeah, definitely. Man. yeah it's a, um, just tell them uh, djpaulbbq.com, djpaulbbq.com. You can go there and order all of it, and I got videos, cooking videos and shit on, on DJ Paul BBQ TV. On YouTube, so DJ Paul BBQ TV on YouTube. Well, yeah, now, man, what, you know I'm from I'm from the South too, man. So I already know how it is, man. We like to eat. 
<laughs> Most definitely. Now, with the success with your with, with your barbecue brand and everything, have you thought about doing any kind of cooking shows or or going on uh, on the Food Network and, and kind of pitch something to them since you you so embedded I, in that side of the business now? Well, I did one. I did a couple of cooking shows. One of them, one of them never came out. Mm-hmm. But uh, it was uh, me and Juicy. We did it. It never came out. It was funny as hell too. But it never came out because uh, um, I think it was uh, the, it was through VH1. VH1 uh, paid for it, but then they changed okay. their mind about this Food Network because Food Network got it so locked down. So I tried to shop myself to Food Network, but Food Network they was like, "We like him, but he's just too rough." <laughs> oh man. <laughs> Yeah, you know, I was just like, I don't think they ain't ready for no grill mouth tattooed up crazy dude on on there, man. Because you know they 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 got a shit, man. They got rid of Paula Dean. Paula Dean was too gangsta for him, so you already know what that looking like. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah, yeah. She was too gangsta. Now I tell you, I tell you something. I, Paula Dean got her own channel. And as um, soon as we are tour, I'm going down there to film some shit for Paula Dean channel. She got her own channel now, so I'm going out there to film some shit for her because I'm good friends with her son, with mm-hmm. Bobby Dean. So uh, I'm going down there to film some stuff with Paula in the next month. Okay. Now, I know, like, you know, you know some rappers and entrepreneurs that have own restaurants, like you know Rick Ross owns Wing Stops and everything. Uh, are you also in that business too, and owning restaurants, or maybe even starting your own um, chain of restaurants? Well, yeah, that's what I was gonna tell you a few minutes ago, actually, uh, when you asked me about the cooking show. Um, how I came up with the the barbecue uh, rub, which was the first product we brought out, is um, mm-hmm. in 2011 I was on a cooking show or a TV show called uh, Famous Food on uh, BH1. And basically it was me and Juicy competing against uh, other celebrities to win a restaurant. Whoever did the best in a, uh, putting together a restaurant won uh, ownership into it. So I, I created their recipe uh, of the barbecue rub, and I made this uh, macaroni and cheese that I called DJ Paul's Memphis Mac and Cheese. And the L.A. Lakers came and ate it. Mm. You know, I got them to come out and eat it, and they loved it, and that's how I, I ended up winning the restaurant. So okay. uh, that was my restaurant, but it was only it was a restaurant called Lemon Basket. But it was only open like eight months. But it was in the heart of Beverly Hills on Sunset, on Sunset Boulevard in California. Man, we had a blast with it, man. Um, uh, my man from uh, Girls Gone Wild, he came over there every few days with this Rolls Royce with about 20 chicks. and Man, anybody you could name, any, any celebrity you could name came over there and, and ate at the restaurant. But I think that's probably what ran us out of business because we were giving away so much free food. <laughs> 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 so many chicks, man. If you was a hot chicken, you came up in there, you got a free hot plate. I wasn't doing it for the money anyway. I was just doing it for the fun of it. But the, the, you know, 
it, it was a fun time, and uh, the rest we closed the doors on the restaurant. The restaurant was too high because of the location. It was twenty thousand dollars a month just for the rent, mm-hmm. you know, not including the food and the workers. So, well, we had to shut the doors on that job. But it was fun while it lasted. It was basically it was just a party. So, other what than you- that, I thought of, I'm thinking about doing. Uh, other than that, I'm thinking about doing a show, but just not now. My account, my own. Um, my account won't let me do it now because he's like, I'm too busy. Restaurants are like babies. Like, you got to babysit them. You got to be able mm-hmm. to have yourself uh, available to go work yourself. If right. uh, some pregnant or somebody don't show in and up for work and this and that, that, that ain't nothing I'm really going to be doing. I don't depend on people enough to, to uh, really be trusting that right now. So when I get a little older... And I retired. I let my I have my son on standby. I let him run it or some or some family members run it or something like that. Then I delve into that. So, what are your favorite things to cook, uh, or the favorite things to eat? You know, Chinese. Oh wow! Wow! <laughs> hey. hey, that was hey, that was yeah. Like, that was like an answer. Though. I was yeah. expecting to say maybe ribs. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I actually got some. Uh, I actually got a couple of Chinese dishes uh, that I cooked on YouTube. Okay. So yeah, I love I love cooking Chinese and Thai. Thai is my favorite because Thai tend to be a little more spicy. Well, yep. Uh, I I just like your choice in foods. I mean, I'm a Chinese. Food, yeah, myself. <laughs> when I don't have the money to get anything else, <laughs> but nah. you know, now if I was yeah, no, that's, that's my favorite. Now, if I was to visit Memphis and I wanted to eat some good barbecue, what would be some spots that you tell me to go to? A and R, Rendezvous, Corkis, and um, Tops. Man, I can go for days with this, man. It's, 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 it's too many. It's too many. You know, Memphis got more barbecue restaurants than they got churches. Oh, man. That's crazy. Yeah, you can get a barbecue sandwich quicker than you can, see the, you can, you can talk to the Lord. But, yeah. <laughs> they're, they're everywhere, man. There's it's so many of Oh yeah, we we, def- we definitely got to uh, check check that out. Um, oh yeah, definitely. Looking forward to it. Yeah, if you hit, if you hit, if you hit Memphis though, you gonna definitely want to go to uh, Rendezvous. Uh, they got they, Rendezvous actually got a gold plaque of uh, Three Six Mafia. Our first gold plaque. They got that in their restaurant, and I saw it on Food Network. I took a screenshot of it and it's not tweeted. This is before Instagram was even out. I tweeted it. Because uh, they was they was doing a show about barbecue, and they went to that restaurant because that's like the most popular barbecue restaurant in Memphis. And uh, they they went past, and uh, the Food Network showed uh, the Three Six Mafia first uh, gold plaque on the wall of the Rendezvous restaurant. Now, were you aware of that before standing on the on on the show? I didn't know it was gonna be on the show, but I knew the plaque was okay. in there. I gave it. I gave it to him. Okay. Because okay. when I, when I, my mom passed away, and I, I took the record, the gold records that she had on her wall at her home that I had mm-hmm. bought her, and uh, I took all of them home, but I gave that one to that restaurant. 
the day the day of the funeral, or like the next day or whatever, or the same day or whatever. All of us went to go there and get something to eat, and I gave them that record. What? Let me ask you this. Favorite. Go ahead. I'm sorry. No, I just said it's my favorite restaurant. That's why I gave it to them. Oh, okay. Now I was going to ask you which one. Which one of you has the Oscar award? Who who gets to keep the Oscar award that you won back in those six? Everybody got one. Everybody got one. got one. Yeah. Okay. Oscars, Oscar is the is the the most legit award. Like Grammys, are, you know, I ain't gonna speak about the Grammys, but you know, it's they it's it's it's, it's a little they got they got they got their ways. You know, so but Grammys are different. So like, it's, if you win if you win a Grammy, you don't get it the same day. Even They'll mm-hmm. give you one to hold on the show. That's not your real one. They'll mail it to you later, and then everybody on the song don't get one. One person will get one, and other people will get a, a little plaque that'll go on your wall, and yeah. it'll just say that you won a Grammy. <laughs> and one person, one of the people will get it. So basically, I'm sure a lot of groups done killed each other over that. But... Um, <laughs> The Oscar every person got one, and then the one that you hold on that stage is the one that you literally take home with you. Matter of fact, I took mine. Oh, all of us took us home that night, and me and one of the other guys in the group uh, was at a party that night, and our punk heads. You know, we just standing up there, you know, just hold them, and I think I turned to the side, and he turned to the other side, and both of them bumped heads, and my Oscar got a scar on the top of his head. Oh, <laughs> man. Oh, man. Fuck. I was like, fuck, nigga, get your ass away from me. He <laughs> uh, got a scar on, which is kind of cool. I mean, you know, you can call it Scarface Oscar. It's pretty cool, but uh, <laughs> um, but uh, it got a scar on top of his head, so you take that actual Oscar home with you, but they mail you the nameplate, so mm-hmm. your name go on the front of it. So they mail you the name. They put the nameplate in the mail and a couple of little small screws, and you just screw the nameplate in yourself. But because they don't know who's gonna win the day of, well, you know, at least they tell you that. But they don't tell you who's gonna win, so you don't know that you're gonna win. And so they just give you just a blank Oscar, and then you put the nameplate on when they come in the mail. Okay. So will you be doing any more soundtracks in the future or Yeah, I am actually. I just talked to some people today about uh some means that I gotta take in LA once this tour is over about another soundtrack. Okay. Now uh um... I wanna get into, uh, I wanna get into horror movies though. That's my that's my thing. I wanna get into scoring horror movies. Oh man, you be right down Rob Zombie's alley then. I mean, I actually want to do something with Rob Zombie. I love Rob Zombie. Now I have this track I want to play from you, the Mafia Six, featuring Fiend and LeChat called "Pan Top Dollar." Uh, can you tell us about this record? Yeah, basically, um, that record was. Um, I don't. I don't usually listen to a lot of. Demos that I get through my email mm-hmm. because I get so many. I probably get a thousand a day. But um, this one particular time, 
I listened to this one, and um, it was this paying top dollar hook that they sampled from Rick Ross, some dudes from overseas in a whole other country, and mm-hmm. I don't. I don't really use other people's beats, so I was like, I like this hook. I like the idea of this song. So I'm going um, to put my own beat behind it, and then I'm going to make a song out of it. And they was like, all right, that's cool. And um, I did it, and I, lo- I loved the way it came out, and we just ended up you know, releasing it as one of the singles. But um, that's how that record came about, man. The first time, really, I ever used a, a hook, how you know, outside of our camp. And and it came out great. I loved it. All right, well, we're about to check out Pan Top Dollar Bar. Before we uh, play that, are are there any uh, acknowledgments or shout-outs you'd like to give? Send a shout-out to everybody, you know what I'm saying, the whole Mafia 6. And, uh, man, just all the fans out there, man. I got the best fans in the world. They've been uh, dealing with my shit for 24 years, man, and going on 25 come next year. It's a great thing, man. I love my fans. Triple Six Sinners. <laughs> yeah. That's what's up. And DJ Paul, I want to say thank you for taking your time to call in. Uh, definitely wish you well on the rest of the uh, Shock Fest tour that you have coming up this week. And we'll definitely stay in touch with you and, and, and maybe get you back down here to Auburn University again. <laughs> Yeah, get me back down there, man. Y'all follow me on, uh, everybody out there, follow me on Instagram. I do talk back to the fans on Instagram at DJ Paul KOM. Letter K, letter O, letter M, like King of Memphis. And uh, the same for the Twitter. Follow me on Twitter at DJ Paul KOM. Follow the Mafia 6 at the Mafia 6, D A M A F I A, number 6, letter I, letter X on Twitter. And the Mafia 6 on uh, Instagram, D-A-M-A-F-I-A, number 6, letter I, letter X, I-G, the Mafia 6, I-G, and it's going down. And last but not least, man, the website, djpaulkom.tv, not .com, djpaulkom.tv, that's the website. You can get everything on there, man. You can get to the barbecue, you can get to the Mafia 6, you can get to me, everything. It's going down, Mafia. Oh, uh, yeah, and thank you so much, DJ Paul. We'll definitely stay in touch with you. We're about to play to the Mafia 6 featuring Fane and LeChat, Pan Top Dollar, and we'll be right back. Yeah. DJ Paul. DesertStormRadio.com. It's about to go down. The Mafia 6.
maintain But you are real play game You gotta get out there and get them For the change They watches and rings I think I need everything Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to. Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.